Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Nice to see you in person again, GR Dad. Oh, my Dad. goodness. I could reach over and poke at you. Please don't. Okay. I will. <laughs> I am not touching you. I am not touching, not touching you. You're very, you're actually quite far away. I don't think you could reach me from there. So. I'm not going to do the an annoying thing where I almost touch you, but then don't touch you. Good. I don't think I did that as a kid either. Also good. No. The cocktail of the week this week is the tequila honeybee, <laughs> which is different than the tequila mockingbird. Yes. And I guess it's all a pun. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to be like keeling the honeybees here. It's just tequila and honey. You're not honey. supposed to be keeling a mockingbird either. That's the whole point of that mo the book. Is it about tequila? It's about not tequiling a mockingbird. <laughs> you shouldn't tequila the mockingbirds. I'm, I'm not sure we're on the same page with this, so let's just proceed Frog with the protection. <laughs> <laughs> the tequila honeybee is uh, tequila, lemon juice, honey syrup, and Angostura bitters, and it's quite tasty. It's we real made good it tonight. Tequila and honey are a very good combination. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, I also made for GR Dad last week's cocktail of the week, Dead Nazi, which is um, a shot that's half Jägermeister and half Rumpelmints, <laughs> which is like peppermint schnapps, basically. Yeah, and as expected, I'm left with a somewhat mouthwashy mouth. It tastes kind of like medicine. It wasn't, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I only had a tiny little sip of it. It is like medicine. Gross. Jägermeister is considered medicinal in Germany. Yep. You drink it as medicine for an upset stomach. Yep. I mean, pretty much the answer to everything in Germany is you could just try some alcohol. Maybe that's why all of y'all are so unhappy all the time. Because Maybe. Because you're like, I tried drinking and it did not fix my problems. When I was 14, I had a flu. Uh-huh. And I guess I was in the estimation of my dad being very whiny about it. <laughs> so he's like, God damn it here. Have a shot of cognac. Oh. And I was like... Okay. How'd it, that go for you? It was nasty. Mm -hmm. I did not cure my flu. No. Um, may have deterred me from whining in his presence s afterwards. So yeah. Uh, intended or unintended consequence. Anyway, yeah, alcohol is a big medicine over there. Yep. Jägermeister. Anyway, if it has no other value, this dead Nazi shot, than to <laughs> give your minty fresh breath afterwards... That's pretty good. I mean, that's better than nothing, for sure. A lot sure. of people in bars have bad breath. Yep. If you had minty Jaeger rumpel mince all the time, it would be more pleasant. That's all I have to say okay. about that. I see you not rolling your eyes. <laughs> Very nice. Are you ready for administrative corner? I love administrative corner. I can't believe it's been a whole week. I know. We have two items for administrative corner. We One is that you have like eight days left to order of ink plushie. Just go to the link in our bio on whatever platform. And oh, I don't have eight days there. left because I've already <laughs> ordered. I guess we got to get in on the donation ordering. Um, yeah, that we we you, I need to will, give you the list. We'll be happy to help on that. Yes. If you want to donate one, um, that's also in the bio link, and you can buy one, and the money comes to us, and we'll order it and have it shipped directly to someone who needs one. Correct. Um, so that's item one. Item two is, you know how sometimes I'm like, oh my God, Ingo, like 5,000 people this week sent me this thing? Yeah. This week, 10,000 people sent Whoa. me a thing. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Because it truly was many of my interests integrated together. Let me give an aside. Yeah. When I say things like that, I'm totally making it up and I'm just making up numbers. When you say something like that, I believe that you actually 
counted them, <laughs> ran some kind of algorithm to count them, and you're like, oh, it's 9,857. I'm going to round it up to 10,000. Well, I did not actually count, but... I bet you did. Anyway, uh, the thing that I was sent by like 10,000 people is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, in the Boston Marathon, um, after the Boston Marathon bombings in 2013... Uh, a guy brought his dog Spencer out to the course. Spencer's a golden retriever, and he had a little like stick in his mouth with like a Boston Strong flag on one side, and then some some other flag on the other side. And he held it in his mouth. And every year, pictures would go a little bit viral of this dog. So when I ran the Boston Marathon two years ago in 2021 in the fall. Normally it's in the spring, but it had been canceled for COVID and canceled for COVID. And so we finally had it in the fall of 2021. Um, I was like, I got to get a picture with Spencer. And at that point, Spencer had also um, gotten over time a sister named Penny. So there were two of them. And I'm like, all right, they're at like mile 2.5 of the course on the right side. I got to look for him. I got to look for him. And I saw him and I was like, you guys, like, you're kind of almost the top reason that I ran this race. I was so excited and like they were super nice and they took a selfie for, took a picture of me with Spencer or maybe took a selfie with him. Yeah. And, uh, and I posted it up and then between 2021 and 2022, he went like extra viral. Uh, he had had cancer and then like survived cancer. That was in like 2020. So it was like, oh, Boston Marathon dog has cancer. And then like, it sounded like he was going to die, but he didn't. And then he was back there for 21. So he went super viral. And so when I ran the race again last year in 2022, I was like, got to get my picture with Spencer. And there was like kind of a little line. I did... I did stop and get the picture. Yeah. But there were, he was just mobbed where like before I was like, oh, it's Spencer. Right. And, and nobody knew who it was or, you know, you know, a couple people did, but like it was mostly just me getting my picture with Spencer and everyone who wanted their picture with Spencer last year. So, uh, sadly Spencer passed away this, you know, a few months ago. Didn't Penny also? Oh, sorry. Yep. Let me tell my story. Okay. Yeah, Penny also died. Oh, thanks, Ingo. <laughs> like like a week later. Oh. So, uh so Spencer, you know, was old and had can had cancer a bunch of times and like not that it's great when that happens, but it's not like a big surprise, but they absolutely were not expecting to lose Penny just like a week later. And so, uh the Boston Marathon was Monday this week and uh, basically a bunch of people kind of spontaneously organized that they were all going to bring their golden retrievers to the finish line of the Boston Marathon. So I think they actually all got together on Boston Common on Sunday. The race is on Monday. And they sold like little gold bandanas that benefited the Moore's Animal Foundation Golden Retriever Lifetime Study, which we'll talk about in a bit. And it was just lovely. Like all these people and then the guy who owned who was like the person of Spencer and Penny was there. He and I are like kind of pals on Instagram and uh, it was a very lovely tribute. And so everybody sent this to me cause it's like marathon running golden retrievers, Boston marathon. Everybody like supported my past two Boston marathon runs. Morris animal foundation. Morris animal foundation. So it, yes, I mean, that's it. I got like the, f I got the first wave, which is like all these golden retrievers are going to get together 
And then it kind of overlapped with the Boston Marathon Golden Retrievers. And then there was like a lull. And then there was like a, hey, Morris Animal Foundation benefiting. So I got I got a lot of versions of this. So I didn't, I'm sorry if I didn't respond to you. It's just like 10,000 people sent it to There me. are some good looking Goldens in those pictures too. If that were like the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition for Golden Retrievers, that's what it would look like. <laughs> There's some like, you know, lookers. <laughs> okay then. If you put Vank in there, she'd be like, she'd probably be ostracized because she looks different. Vank, I'm so sorry. She just doesn't quite meet the standards. Well, it was lovely. Uh, this is the first year in two years I haven't run the Boston Marathon and the first year since 2020 that I haven't been planning to run the Boston Marathon because I was going to run it in April of 2020 and then in September and then in April of 2021. So there was a lot of like, maybe now, and then I did it twice and I skipped it this year and I had extreme regrets, mm, major regrets. too bad. Is that why we watched Patriot's Day? Patriot Day and no, no, that was the teacher, the professor in my psychopathy class told us that the uh, documentary on the Boston Marathon Manhunt, which I guess is on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Manhunt, Boston Marathon Bomber. Um, is very good. I have a hard time watching like terrorism stuff like that, especially like the Boston Marathon one. Um, so I wasn't going to watch it, but he had, and you know, it's <clears throat> Harvard. And so he's like, I was there for it. So obviously, you know, it's a little more impactful for me. Not that he was at the marathon, I don't think, but he was in Cambridge. So anyway, we watched that and I was like, Inga, we got to watch Patriot's Day, which I had seen before, but you hadn't. So we, we've had like two full evenings of Boston Marathon bombing. Would strongly recommend both in the order we did it it was very interesting because they had the documentary and there's a lot of footage because people had cell phones and there were a lot of security cameras and all that so you know you saw you saw the actual footage and i didn't know much or remember much from 2013 but um it it you know so it taught me some things too but it also reminded me of things so that's worth seeing and then you watch patriot games and it's no no or patriot's day sorry patriot Patriots Day, and they use some of the actual footage, mm-hmm. like they they intercut, you know, the actors with security cam and stuff from the actual footage. It was very, it was so it was very interesting. It made the Patriot Day made a lot more sense after watching the documentary. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, but very good, yeah. very good, and it's an it's an it was an amazing event with amazing sort of what ifs and lucky breaks and unlucky things and lucky things it's just a just such a if if that hadn't actually happened it would be unbelievable yeah so a, a strong recommend if you feel like delving into the history of the boston marathon bombing indeed um okay it's time for dog updates was that all the administrative corners you do two things with bank plushies and then Spencer and Penny. Yes. Okay. Uh, dog updates. Um, all right. You get to do most of the talking this week on dog Holy updates, smokes. but I'm going to go first so then I can let you talk. Of course. Um, really? Vink stole <laughs> pizza off the counter. Guac. I'm sorry. Vink, I can't believe I'd say that about you. You're perfect. Vink. Guac. Guac stole pizza off the counter. I had made pizza for myself for dinner before you were home last week mm-hmm. and I had eaten like two thirds of the frozen pizza. And so there were two big pieces left on the counter and I had left them there to kind of clean up in the morning. 
and I got up in the morning and Guac was sniffing at him and I was like, leave it alone, Guac. And Guac could not leave it alone. And I caught him like full paws up on the oven, <sighs> grabbing the pizza off there. And I went in to stop Surfing him. Surfing the counter. Because I'm like, he, I can't let him eat it because then, you know, he's going to know that it's he's going to think it's okay. And uh, so I was like, no, 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 no. And he's like, arm, 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 like trying to, <laughs> you know, the pizza slices are bigger than his mouth. Ugh. He's trying to, and he had two of them stacked on top of each other. And he's trying to chew them and swallow them, but they're like bigger than his mouth. And he's like, I got to get them down before the lady gets here. And I, <laughs> <laughs> so I got there and he's like trying to hide his face. And I got there and I tried to kind of like pull his jaws open, which usually you can do when a dog has something they shouldn't absolutely not he was our like dogs yeah. full force holding on to those pizza oh. slices <laughs> and i'm like i don't need to injure either of us for this like you you know have the pizza he, and feel shame he has it and then i said mean things to him and then he looked real sad so that's it oh, <laughs> don't be now charming he's, now now but. he's like sitting there like with his head tilted all the way backwards looking at us he's he's been more and more sidling up to counters mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it had been in hindsight this has been building up well it but, happened well he, he should feel shame uh other than that i haven't done any dog stuff this week have you been to the vet at all this week kingo a little bit actually let me let me add a coda to that yeah didn't he, didn't he eat a a muffin he knocked the, the muffins that you made those english not english muffins biscuits you made biscuits you left him on the counter. Oh, he, he a strawberry those shortcake. Off too, like a week later, yeah. It's, that was like the next day or yeah. something. He stole a shortcake, yeah. But didn't eat it. No, we got that in time. He likes pizza more than shortcake. Me too. Shortcakes. They're not biscuits? They're kind of biscuits. If I make biscuits, they're like kind of flaky or layers, and this is more kind of mixed all together. And, and it was dropped. confused because it was a little bit more brown than some of the other shortcakes you've made. Yep. Yep. Anyway. All right. He's a he's a recidivist. How many times have you been to the vet this week? Wow. Five, six, maybe, depending. And it depends on if which vet and how far and some Tell of them are now. Give us away. the rundown. Monday was second round of flu shots day. The the flu shot, the canine influenza shot is one shot and then another shot within three or four weeks and you can't go outside of four weeks or else you got to start again with the first shot and you can't go inside <laughs> three weeks because otherwise you don't have enough time to to form antibodies and it doesn't work as well so it has to be between three and four weeks yep um so we had four the four dogs who got their first flu shot about three weeks ago uh all had their boosters on monday so but it was two two it was hopper and guac yep in marathon which is an hour away yep in the morning and then at two i think it was brody and venk at the closer vet that's only 20 minutes away yep so that was monday and then wednesday i had well that's today yeah i had uh this morning i had to bring remy in for a checkup and his first flu shot he's out of he's the only one who's out of sync yep and then in the afternoon, I had Vink and Hops for the Morris Animal Foundation annual 
examination extravaganza extravaganza yeah. it's not like a regular checkup you guys no this is a big deal they each get a box like twice the size of a shoe box yeah in the mail and we have to bring that to the vet and then the vet opens the seal on that thing and there's blood vials in there like, and there's like urine a dozen samples blood vials. there's stool samples there's hair samples there's toenail clippings there's yep. just about everything you can think of that you can poke and prod out of a dog yep uh, they want it yep so they each had a box and it took two hours and both hops and bank were very brave bled for science peed for science got their toenails clipped which might have been the most traumatic for bank bank hates hates anything around her feet yeah and they got it they 15 to 17 toenails is what they got to take. <laughs> and you put it in the vial that says toenails, comma, Venkman. Yep. And then you put the vial in a box and you FedEx it back to the Morse Animal Foundation. It's uh, it's quite a process. It's very scientific. But Vink didn't pee enough at the vet, so now I caught her pee and we've got a Tupperware of pee in the downstairs fridge. It was a combination of her not peeing enough and me not being able to catch it in the tiny, teeny tiny vial that they provided with the Morris Animal Foundation. Oh, no, you got to get a separate I was chasing thing. her around, but, you know, it's just complicated. <laughs> There's a lot of floof. It's very murky yeah. where that stuff comes out, so... <laughs> <laughs> so we did not fill the vial so i'm fixing that tomorrow yeah and then you're done for the week right you'd think that but no ah what else do you have to do <laughs> she's lobbed me a softball and i'm gonna hit this out of the park on friday i drive up to miami with remy for his now six week checkup for his cancer i put that in my calendar as remy emmy remy emmy r-e-m-i-a-m-i mr remy emmy He's really visiting the Vood Spa. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's don't real tell close anyone. to the Vood Spa. Don't, don't tell. Oh, we thought we were going to keep it a secret from you. We actually go to the spa. He gets massages. That's nice. I would like to do that. He likes the hot tub the best. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. So we're doing that. Hopefully we'll get another clean bill of health, frankly. On yeah, Friday. he seems like he's doing great. Yeah. He's a nice man. Yep. He's a nice, nice man. Anything else you want to add into dog updates? Um, dog updates. All right, seeing none, moving on. <laughs> All right, on. Uh, friend of the squad, Susan sent... <laughs> the, uh, so if you're on Twitter, you've seen the <laughs> thing going around this week of like, what are your food gross out category quiz, which is kind of interesting. And uh, a lot of you don't understand how mold on bread works. Let's let's just talk about this. I, I think the study, I mean, I think it's important to note the study was designed by a Swiss person and Swiss researchers, right? It's European. But it's it's not about like what's good or bad. It's about what grosses people out. And there's like particular categories of what grosses people out about food. Yes. And mold is one of the categories. And the questions about it are if like a thing has mold on it, like would you eat it? Would you cut the mold off and eat it? And there's like yes or no questions. Uh and so it's like, if you have a piece of hard cheese and there's mold on it, would you like cut the mold off and eat the rest of the cheese? Would that make you grow? Would that Is gross, gross you out? Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, blue cheese. Does it gross you out? Like some people get grossed out by blue cheese because it has mold in it. Yeah. And then one of the questions is like, if there's a loaf of bread with mold on it, would you cut the mold off and eat the bread? So listen, people, because I've been looking at all of your results that you're posting on Twitter. I wouldn't do it. But you are not going to get sick if you cut some mold off a piece of hard cheese and then eat the rest of the cheese. 
because the mold's on the outside. But if there's mold on your bread, the entire bread is infested with mold spores. It's not just on the outside, and if you cut it out, there's no mold. There's mold throughout the bread. Like the roots go through there. The roots of the mold, the spores of the mold are in the entire loaf. You cannot eat moldy bread. You're going to get sick. Mold spores are very bad for you, and you can get really sick. Don't eat, don't do it. If you are worried or if like your bread molds too fast, obviously like you shouldn't keep it on your counter if you're not going to eat it in a couple days because it will get moldy. You keep it in your fridge. But if your bread is getting moldy in your fridge, you can freeze your bread and it's fine. Like bread freezes great. And then so if you're like, I buy eight hamburger buns, but there's no way I eat them before I get moldy. Like this is a good example. Keep two of them and then put the other six in your freezer. And they will stay good for a long time. You take them out and you toast them and they taste fine. They can keep a long time in there. But don't, don't just cut mold off your bread and eat it. You're going to get sick. It's almost like you have some kind of food science information. I have so much. And I'm very upset about all these people who are like, I just cut the mold off the bread. That's The Europeans do that too. It's crazy. Like if you can't see it, it can't hurt you. That's actually not science anymore. Oh my god! The the thing that pe- the things that people misunderstand about like nutrition and biology and food safety, not just the European in my household, but people in general. It, oh, I'm guilty. Is, I mean, you've gotten you've stopped doing the bread thing. I don't want to do anything that upsets you. I know, but this isn't a me thing, right? Like that's the thing about this survey, like. There's a thing in there where it's like, if a cockroach crawled on your food, would you still eat it? Like, absolutely, 100% not. I would not eat it. But it's not going to make you sick. Like, that just grosses me out. Which is is actually what the survey was after. And not, it just shows, it eludes, it it kind of hints at the fact that the people who wrote the survey don't think there's anything health-wise wrong with cutting. I don't think that's an implication at all. It's just about, like, what makes you think it's gross. Like the hygiene stuff, it's like the food safety hygiene stuff is kind of important. Yes. It could make you sick. Like that doesn't mean it like necessarily grosses you out. Like they're not making any statements about like dangerousness or not. But I think they should not give it. The way they're phrasing it is like. From a food safety perspective, it doesn't really matter if you just cut mold off or you don't. That's not true. This is a thing that you've inferred on top of it. It's yeah. just, does, is this gross or not? They're giving you the idea that you can cut around the that, mold. That's no, just some people do that. Well, they will they now. They think it's gross. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You guys, the stuff that non-scientists don't understand about science, and I'm talking about the European in my house right now, just it hurts my brain sometimes. Wait, what did I do? I'm they, just saying it'll give people bad ideas. But... but Bad idea. You know what? We don't need to talk about this. I didn't never thought about cutting around that mold and cheese. Now I'm thinking about it. After this survey, I'm definitely thinking about it. It's a bad idea, but I'm thinking about it. This item in Ramblings is that uh, because Ah. of this, our friend uh, of the squad, Susan, sent to Ingo uh, this screenshot of best of next door which i think comes from facebook i guess it must be well next door marketplace 
that says Maggie is selling chicken teddy bears. And Ingo's like, did you see the chicken teddy bear? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And I pictured like a teddy bear, but instead of like a plushy teddy bear, it was a plushy chicken. And Bless I was like, your heart. I don't know why that's so upsetting. But what this actually is, is a teddy bear made <laughs> out of raw chicken stitched together. And it says Maggie is selling chicken teddy bears. Chickens have plenty of extra parts. I can make two bears. $25 if you supply your own chicken. $35 if I supply the chicken. Edible and can be cooked. Double semicolon. Great family activity. Can also make clothes. It's got stitches. I mean, it looks like Frankenstein's monster. Absolutely looks like a teddy bear, except it's made out of chicken skin. It looks like Frankenstein's monster. Put that thing in a lightning storm and it'll start walking around. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It may be fake, but it's still, there is an image of a stitched together chicken, uh, a stitched together teddy bear out of Made out meat, of chicken. some kind of meat. Chicken. It says chicken. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's terrible. Would not, would not, so anyway. do not support. Unnecessary. Inga wanted that to go into ramblings this yeah, week. So. I think, you know, if we're talking about disturbing things, that disturbs me more than the food survey thing. Would not touch. For Taste of the Keys this week, one of our favorite places, Firefly, has closed. And it isn't our fault. No. This one, you can't blame us for, guys. So, they had a yard sale on <laughs> Saturday, they called it, yeah. where basically they were, <coughs> excuse me, just clearing out their stuff. So, I bought a clipboard. Yes. For one dollar, you know they had like office supplies. They had they all had the menu covers, like the, not the, yeah menu covers too, but the like check books th that they give you the check in. Yeah. Um, uh, sad. Little you know like bar cards. There was some barware. There was some booze. We got a bottle of champagne. I don't know what kind it is. Halloween decorations. Yeah, I got hazmat Barbie. <laughs> and a head. And, and a head. Um. And, and I got oh go ahead Underberg Underback. Yeah, we kind of cleaned out a few good things from their bar. So we got the bottle of champagne. They make a cocktail there, which we've actually had on here called the strawberry spritz, which you make with strawberry syrup. And they actually showed me like one point. I was like, these are so good, and I don't know how to make it. I've tried, and they're like, you need this brand of strawberry syrup, which I have bought from Amazon. So I got the strawberry syrup. So strawberry syrup, elderflower tonic. Who has that? Lille Blanc and rosé, like sparkling rosé. And so for elderflower tonic, like Fever Tree makes tonic water, elderflower flavored tonic water. So that's what I've been using. And it's, I mean, the drink I make is good, but it's not the same as there. And when we were at the thing, they have these bottles of not tonic water, like sparkly water, but like a syrup sort of elderflower tonic. It, it looks like something that used to be in apothecaries. Yeah. And I, then I'm like, that's what they use in the drink that I like so much. And they had two bottles of it there. But, I mean, they don't make a lot of drinks. So I was like, we're buying both of those. <laughs> but they, yeah, they also had Underberg, which you've ordered there a few times, yeah. which is this extremely bitter German digestif. But it comes in these teeny, oh, you got one, these teeny tiny little, like, is that a one ounce bottle? It may, maybe 0. 0.2. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, a small shot. It's, yeah, it's like smaller than a shot. Um, and they look super old school. It's like a brown bottle with a paper wrapper and like a green cap on it. It's 0.67 fluid ounces. It's very small. Yeah. 
not not even an ounce uh but this is what they come in these these bottles and it it absolutely looks apothe- apothecary yeah there it underberg is one step more herbal than jägermeister like they don't ma- try to make it sweet they don't try to make it really drinkable it's called a magenbitter and you you if you have too much fatty food which in germany is every day you you will have you will drink some alcohol afterwards cuz as i said alcohol fixes everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more herbal, the better. The more bitter, the better, mm-hmm. because it's supposed to cut the grease. And so no, you'll no, have no, a little no, underback. No, 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 no. Why is herbalness necessary to cut this thing that you always call grease, but you mean fat? Yes. Why? Why does it have to be bitter herbal flavored in order to effectively? Uh, let's just start there. What, why does the flavor matter, matter for this chemical interaction? Witchcraft. <laughs> okay, we don't need to continue further then. Excellent. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried pouring this onto, for example... That was going to be next. Know, uh, Let's uh, take some uh, melted uh, butter and pour that on it and see yeah, what happens because uh, I know precisely what will happen. Yeah, no, I, that's right. Yeah, okay. Who, what will happen? It'll catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys. Have Will it a... congeal? That'd oh, be funny. No. <laughs> anyway, these underbags, we'll do this experiment after. <laughs> but we will not use your underbag, though. We'll just use like some canola oil and some vodka. Don't you will You know what? You can drink it if you want to, but that will not be the goal. I didn't say I wanted to drink it. No. I want to recreate this in my stomach, not in the pan. Anyway, we grabbed a handful of Wunderbacks. There there like, were like 10 of them on the counter and they were two bucks each. And I was like, why don't we just take all this? No one else will want them. Right. Some lady actually was, it was pretty crowded when we got there. And some lady was holding one of them. And I, when I spotted them and I was like, ooh, I'm going to take a bunch of these. And I was like, you know, I don't want to take all of these if you want them. She's like, well, I don't know what it is. And I was like, it's kind of like Jägermeister, but more bitter. And she handed hers to me. She's like, you can have it. And I was like... <laughs> Excellent. You were being honest. You weren't trying to deter her. No, even no. It worked completely. Given no, her the it was truth. just like, you know, why are we going to leave half of them? They're trying to sell all their stuff and get it out of here. Yeah. We'll take them. But yeah, if she wanted half, I would have split them with her. But she was like, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we got some t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We had, we had quite a haul. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of, we didn't get the the flying ghost that we wanted. Yeah, I bet they threw that out. There was like a Halloween ghost decoration, like a skeleton with like some, you know, fabric, spooky fabric that would hang on the porch by the table we sat in all the time. We were very attached to that guy. I would have bought him if he were there, but I don't think he was. Yeah, it was just very sad, right? It was like a favorite restaurant of ours and they're selling their shelves and they're selling their, you know, their tables and and just everything they can get a buck for. We got a little picture thing, right? Like a... Oh yeah, like a little uh like a mason jar kind of container with like a spigot at the bottom. Yeah, that's for good for punch. punch. Or punch yeah. punch or what did you used to make for me? Cold brew. Cold brew. That was awesome. Those mm-hmm. were the days. That's when I was super awake 23 hours a day. <laughs> Cuz the cold brew kicks ass. That's delish. It sure does. Uh yeah, it's too bad, but when they close we absolutely were like the best customers of that place and they actually in terms said of that. frequency <laughs> they also liked us and we were the best that way but 
we just went there more than everybody else. So when they announced that they were closing on Facebook, somebody sent me the link and I was like, oh my God, like I come all the time and they're like, yeah, we're going to miss you. And I was like, I will miss you too. Could I please have your pimento cheese recipe? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I absolutely would have taken it, but I didn't think they'd give it to me. And when we were checking out, the owner was like, um, I forgot to send you the pimento cheese. Like send me an email and I'll send you and the you're recipe. you're like, really? That's great. She yeah. emailed, so she emailed me the recipe. So I got to get uh, the right stuff for it, but I will make some and then we'll have a little pimento cheese and cracker toast to Firefly. So now we're looking for a new restaurant. Sad. Yeah. Sad. I, I, when I sent her an email, that was like, hey, you know, this is Jen. Just, you asked me to send an email about the pimento cheese recipe. And I was like, you know, I just want to say that like, you know, we loved you guys so much. Like obviously we came all the time and the food was good, but like it was a place where like if either of us were having a bad day, we could just go there and have dinner and we know we'd feel better by the time we were done. And like, that's a good thing, right? There's plenty of places we can go and like the food is good, but if it's just like, oh, my day is so crappy. Could we just go to Firefly and have dinner and like, know you're going to feel better. Like that's a great thing. To it find. was, it was not quite like cheers, but it was a place where we felt comfortable Yeah, and familiar and it was just the comfort food and just everything was good about it yep yeah too bad don't get that too often no that's right uh all right it's time for german word of the week i have another taste of the keys what one b all right go ahead there was the southernmost air spectacular last weekend with and the naval air base that we have here I knew you were going to talk about this. well i just think it's worth mentioning the blue angels were here the blue angels are a national <laughs> thing mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. we were thinking about going it was saturday and sunday uh and then saturday we drove into town and there was literally a five mile line <laughs> it was well it actually in. was that long because we drove yeah. past it and it's it's a naval base right or a naval air base so they have you know well one real entrance but they opened up like the back exit entrance too but the backup on route one to get in was five miles. It was, yeah. Um, and it's only one road. And so, it's one lane a lot of the way. So we decided not to try it. That sound, uh, it would have been Because it sounded terrible. Plus it's a hot and runways are hot and all these things. Yeah. But we did see the Blue Angels from our house doing cool stuff with smoke and formations. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not, a, not as uh, close up as if we had been there. Correct. It was not quite as loud. But we could hear it. There was one tourist uh, who got arrested for smoking um pot laced with fentanyl 50 year old dude in his car on the naval, on the naval air base, base during this thing like the thing about pot is it's not that secret it's also not legal in florida you guys and i bet it's not legal on a naval air base and especially if it has fentanyl in it stop it i mean but also it smells yeah, very no potently i bet you some you know naval mp was like um I s I'm just going to follow my nose here. <laughs> I don't need a dog. So, yes, uh, the the secondary 1C of Taste of the Keys would be 50-year-old, you know, arrested for smoking fentanyl-laced pot mm -hmm. joint on Naval Air Base during, during Blue Angels formation or whatever. For being an idiot. For being an idiot. Yeah. Now is it time for German Word of the Week? Yes. It's <laughs> oh me <laughs> okay. So the German word of the week is Bremse. Bremse, which is has a dual meaning: two Ooh. 
meanings one word. It ma- mainly means brakes, like handbrake, disc brake. Yeah. Bremse is something that decelerates something. Die Bremse an meinem Auto. Ist kaputt. Ist exactly. Kaputt. Exactly. Bremse. Muss stark bremsen, als mein Vordermann langsamer fuhr. So Bremse, but it also means horsefly. Ah. So when you, as I was experiencing the other day, when a fly lands on you and bites you, yeah. that's a Bremse. Ah. I don't know why that is. I haven't looked up the entomology, but uh, etymology? Both Et- in this case. Yeah. It's uh, Bremse could mean either. Yes. Bremse. I'm sure there's a German pun that, that uses both meanings. Da ist ein Bremse an meine Bremse. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Bremse. B- Bremse. B-R-E-M-S-E. Bremse. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. If you have anything left, it's time for Ingo Corner where you can say whatever you want. Oh, thanks for writing me, people. <laughs> I love that people are writing me paper, letters, in he, handwriting, I think that is very excited. I think that is so cool that oh, this is sounds terrible, but even like kids in college and you know are writing me handwritten letters. I think it's very exciting. I think it's great. I used to write a lot of handwritten letters. I don't anymore. I type, but I appreciate it and it's great. So if you ever feel so moved, send me one. I'll be very happy. That's great. Our P.O. Box address is in the link in our bio. Correct. So thanks. Anything else? No. All right. Is that not enough? What do you want from me? It's far more than enough. (laughs) What do you want from me? I'm having a moment over here and you're like, give us more. I'm really tired. (laughs) Give us more. (laughs) I'm glad to be done. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And until next week. Slava Ukraini, and don't put anyone in unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye.